Welcome to the Pixel 506 podcast. We hope you enjoy it. Satisfying the customer with the products we sell and fostering a long-term relationship is almost every entrepreneur's dream. However, the key to success in the digital world is consolidated with the customization of strategies to know in depth the specific needs of our customers, a healthy business culture, and a great user experience. Antonio Ramirez, CEO at Pixel 506, brings us recommendations and advice to provide the best services and, of course, increase sales. Our subject for today, UX and sales, services and culture. Welcome, Antonio. Hey, how are you? Let's start with services. We can say that a good service basically sells itself, right? Yeah. What do you think about that? Yeah, totally. A service that is well-designed will help people and it will make it uh, self-sufficient, self-serve. Yeah, there are products that just sell by themselves, just by the brand they represent, right? Yeah. So most companies are investing in automation and most companies are investing in what it's called self-serve, meaning you as a user will have the choice to buy and use different products from the that specific company. Uh, as an example of um, Uber, as an example of Facebook ads, uh, as an example Google. There are like food brands and, and, and different like products that we just recognize and we just normally buy them, right? Just because they just give a great experience to the user. Yeah, so it's a, it's a match between the user experience and a match between automation as well. Mm -hmm. So it's basically you're leveraging software in two different ways. Uh, one is the service part of the software, and then the other one is the product part that uh, unifies the experience. So when we talk about like selling UX services, maybe we can tell our people, like what do we mean specifically by selling UX services? Well, let's, let's define a little bit because there's a lot of confusion in the market as to what UX is, service design is, digital marketing, etc. So I usually start by defining uh, two to three different aspects. So when you talk about digital strategy per se, uh, you're talking about like three different main focal points from my experience. Yeah, let's like, name them. You, yeah, but you can have a different approach to solving a problem. But in my experience, we always um, divide it into three main categories. We say digital marketing is the creation of the brand. User experience is the creation of the products, whatever is tangible, like this microphone has, a, has, a, has an interface. You have to define that interface. And then you have what it's called service design. And service design is designing how uh, you're going to serve that service to the client. Sure. Now, when we talk about this, um, we, we talk about good services. And in the digital world, we see that there's a lot of competitive, uh, you know, issues. And how do we like make a difference with the services that we offer? Yeah. So differentiation comes from adding value, right? So how do you add value? That you hear that a lot in the market. Oh, you have to add value, right? Uh, in reality, add, adding value is solving a problem. If you know how to solve a problem for a client, 
uh, if your application or, or your interface solves a problem for that specific uh, niche, then you are adding a lot of value. Let's put an example, WhatsApp, uh, the, the texting application does one thing, it does texting. You can talk to your mom in Vietnam or you can talk to my family in Costa Rica, right? Um, and then so the application just focuses on one thing, communication, and the problem that it was solving is international communication. And then they added an interface so that you can text to people, right? Right. So basically, they're adding a lot of value because now you can chat to anyone, anywhere, at any time around the, around the globe, mm -hmm. right? Uh, so if we go back at, as, as to designing an interface and adding value, if you put the two together, you're solving a problem, you have a nice interface, and you find a common ground to solve a problem. That's adding a lot of value. And talking about the word value as it is, we can relate it directly to culture in a, in a business, right? Because yeah. we want to talk also in this podcast about the importance of the business culture and how these values of a company like add and, and give a, a lot of more credit to the values that the brand may represent. Yeah, so as I said, like if we go to marketing, right? Marketing is making a promise to a consumer, right? We're saying, um, I don't know, let's find a brand that has a tagline. Not necessarily the brand always stays up to the tagline, but that's what you want to achieve. So marketing uh, is trying to uh, set up the ground for that brand and the marketing is actually making that promise to a consumer. But what happens is sometimes the promise is not aligned to the experience that you're right. going to have within the brand. Yeah, and right? so many people like buy the products and they have this awful experience with the product or with the Correct. brand and it just talks in a wrong way about the brand, right? It's the worst way about the brand, <laughs> <laughs> right? So the, the thing is, if you're not sure the brand can deliver on the promise, then don't even don't even go to the market. Uh, the market is very very binary. It's uh, it works, it doesn't work. People like it, people don't like it. There's um, products that solve a problem, and then you see that a better product comes along, and then um, it creates competition. There's something that it's called. I've been studying a lot. It's something called blue oceans, and blue oceans are products that are completely separated from the mass of products. Let's say, for example, uh, back again, Uber or iPhone, right? Mm -hmm. Nothing exists that you can compare at the time iPhone with something else, right? So it created a blue ocean, meaning it's all new. But they did something very amazing. They did an amazing product. The product has a very easy to use user experience and there's a total, uh, there's a huge company behind it that creates um, a service design, right? And that service design actually gives the, the, the infrastructure for the product to grow. Yeah, and it not only adds value to the product, but to the company itself as, as it sells, yeah. right? So let's put it this way. You cannot have user experience if you don't create a product and you cannot create a product without creating an experience. And then also you have user experience and service design. You cannot service something that doesn't exist mm -hmm. and you cannot um, create something that is not gonna have support. Mm -hmm. So it's, a, it's, it's, it's always together. 
Right. We can also add to this that business culture works hand in hand mostly, right, with the services that are provided. Yes. So if we're going to culture, uh, that, and that's like a fourth topic, right? So we said that we focus on digital marketing and user experience and also on service design. But uh, when we go into service design, which is the, the how, we're, we're talking about aligning strategy, right? And this is what we're like pushing very hard for 2020. Aligning strategy is this. You have the digital marketing or you have the marketing, which is the promise. And then you have the user experience, which is the, the, the tangible, the what, right? And then you have service design. And service design is the how. The how is how do you align your teams internally to support the product, okay? So that creates a culture. You have to maybe change culture for people to give support to that product, or you have to align different departments. For example, here at Pixel, right? We have development, design, and content, right? We need to align the culture within the company to support the products that we sell to the market, okay? So culture is key because um, Culture is key because you need to uh, you need to align everybody. You need to have everybody on the same mindset for them to give the support to an amazing product you're creating. Right. That's that's pretty much what it is. That's the magic of it. That's right? magic of it. <laughs> Doing it Can is you, is big. It's, it's <laughs> it takes a big a long deal. Time. And yeah. then there's a lot of companies talking about digital transformation and aligning people within the organization. And this is why they want to align people within the organization because they want to provide a better service, meaning a better user experience, meaning they have to live up to the tagline that the company has. Now, can you name some from your perspective and experience some characteristics of a healthy business culture? Well, I mean, I don't want to delve too much into culture because um, culture is something that I've been studying a lot and is, is paramount to any company, right? If you want retention, if you want uh, better quality of employees, if you want better engineers, writers, designers, the culture has to be there. Otherwise, people don't want to work in the place. Uh, but by no means, I'm an expert in culture, right? Mm -hmm. um, I study a lot of culture because I believe is is fundamental for the for the design of the services to to be aligned and to, to make a, a one, let's put it this way, like a, like a one group of people that will stand behind a product. Yeah, because culture determines in a way like actions and general functions like yes. performed by the members of a company. And it's born with the vision of the creator of the company. Right. So how do you like share your vision in, in a way, in a healthy way inside the culture of, of the people that work with you, right? So I guess that's like, which was like your vision when you started to implement this culture in Pixel 506? For every company, there's different mission, vision, values. So for example, our vision is to be the digital leader at the convergence of tech and creativity in the Americas. That's where we want to go, right? That's Pixel. And with that, we create a mission to simplify technology for people and then also uh, we created values around that that vision and mission, right? So once you have the values, and this, this is very interesting because then when you say, hey, you know what, I want to be people first, 
okay, what does it mean to be people first? Is it mean that people come and just hang out? Since we are designers and then we do a lot of software development, etc., we need to understand where the client is. And then we work around the client to, to satisfy their needs, right? So it's easy to say certain values or, yeah, we're, we are committed to excellence, right? Whatever. But do we have a quality assurance department that is taking care of all the, all the quality before it gets out of the door? Right. So, I mean, there's certain things that you need to line up. So usually values are tied to goals of the company. And then those goals of the company are tied to objectives of the company. So once again, so if we want to transform by culture, the culture usually is uh, tied to the design of the company or the services. And then it's also tied to the user experience. And it's also tied to you know, what we want to show the world or the products that we're going to be selling. That's somehow why we mix all the subjects in one <laughs> subject, right? Yeah, totally. <laughs> because they go, they work together all the time. They all work together, yes. When we talk about uh, sales, right, we can have the best service, we can have uh, the best products, but what happens when we don't sell? So that's the importance of selling, right? Yeah, so if we go back to a little bit of uh, designing the service internally. So there's two different things. So when we talk about culture uh, within the organization, uh, everybody, at least here at our company, since the beginning, since the foundation of this company, like we never raised money, we never went, we never went to investors, we never, you know, we, we didn't take the easy path. We went to straight to sales. Since day one. We were selling, I was selling, and everybody else was selling. So here at Pixel, we say everybody sells. Right? Everybody's a salesperson here. Why? Because everybody impacts the organization. So if we want to create a people-first mindset, then great. We care for people because we care for everybody that is here. We truly care for people here. But we also have them sell. They talk to customers, right? They, they deliver uh, products to customers. So it has to be excellent. It has to be good. You cannot have somebody um, being people first or being part of this organization and not knowing how to sell or not knowing how to present to a client. So um, but that's very different in different organizations. And, and why I'm going with this is because sometimes uh, the experience that you have from the sales department is way different than the customer success department, than the finance department, right? So sometimes what happens is the experience you had here becomes really bad when you go on the internal part of the organization, which is the billing, for example. Mm -hmm. if, you call, if you call the billing department because you have an issue, they might not be that nice like the sales department, and they should. That's totally why we mentioned the business culture importance. Yeah. So when we talk to a client, uh, we let them know about our people and how we work and how respectful we are to people. Uh, that's number one. Uh, we also let them know how we treat people within the organization. We let them know who's in charge of what, how the company is structured. Uh, we usually don't talk in terms of... Um, technicalities unless the client is really technical um, 
But the beginning of the conversations with clients usually are like uh, about people and they want to know the skills and they want to know how the team is structured and how, uh, who's going to be the point of contact, how we onboard them so that the service is up to their standards, uh, etc. We divide it in two things. One, one is we pitch and part of the pitch is how we recruit and how we make people stay in the company for a long time and then how we care about people. And then the second part is the business part, which is how much money it's gonna to cost to have the team working for you, uh, delivery, how we deliver products or services to your company. Now, Antonio, when we mentioned that we make technology or we present technology to the clients uh, in a simple way, what do you mean by that? We simplify the complex. Yeah, so it's, it's part of our, our motto, right? So we say, again, I say uh, digital marketing, user experience, service design. And so when we onboard the client or when we talk to a client, we try to stay away from technicalities depending on the expertise of the client. We work a lot with CMOs and CIOs and some of them are technical, some of them are not technical. So that's uh, one of our biggest clients uh, we interact a lot with the CMO. So I'm not going to talk to her about agility and this and that and all the technicalities and scrub meetings and Jira tickets, etc. Right? So when we talk to her, we talk more into uh, the planning process and how she's going to get the product in time, on time, every time. Right. But uh, when we talk to the people under her, like VP of engineering, for example, or somebody in the engineering department, that's really technical. We go into very, very technical details about uh, code structure, code best practices, uh, design deployment, um, AWS infrastructure. Mm -hmm. And so the idea is that you have to set your message based on who you're talking to, because not everybody's technical. Usually when we start a conversation, it's not that technical. But then it goes into technical, right? So you as an entrepreneur or as a business person or as a salesperson within the organization, uh, you have to learn. This is like having inventory. You have to learn how to go from zero to 100, 100 to zero. And then you have to know how to navigate your inventory depending on who you're talking to. When we talk about the importance of technology and how it bonds with our emotions, I guess that kind of makes it easier. What's your yes. point of view? Somehow, like emotions, sale? So, yeah, back, back to user experience. If you have a very good user experience, uh, it creates emotions. Remember, we buy on emotions, but we pay with rationale, right? And so if you create enough emotions, so the product becomes cheap. If I sell you an iPhone for, if I say, here's a phone, for a thousand twelve hundred dollars or something right this now here's an iphone for twelve hundred dollars you're like well it's an iphone it has a brand it has support it has all this user you're experience gonna love right? your phone. you're gonna love it <laughs> but you're spending twelve hundred dollars if i come to you with that regular phone and hey here's a phone for twelve hundred dollars you're gonna be like eh, it's too expensive right, right? Totally. so adding a very good user experience aligning marketing user experience and service design allows you to create an amazing product and it allows you to expedite the sales process 
Absolutely. We've been talking about UX, sales. We've been talking about services and also culture. Would you like to make like a closure from all these subjects we <laughs> spoke about? <laughs> yeah, I, w I would say it's a, it's a matter of finding the momentum, right? It's finding uh, the momentum within the product or creating the momentum within the product. Uh, when you're designing a product, you have to think ahead. You have to think about the trends. Trends in marketing, basically is having a macro vision for what you're creating. If you're a designer, you should be thinking, wow, this is not just one design I'm making. Uh, this is something that is going to impact people. If you put it in different terms, even you yourself, you're going to start thinking differently. Right. If you if you believe that this podcast that we're doing right now is going to impact people, then you're going to create a better po podcast. But if you believe this is just a recording, then it's not that great. So finding the momentum, optimizing your ideas, generating as many ideas as possible. Never to me, you never stay with the first idea you have. We just we just did a, a logo creation here with the team. I think the first week they created like one logo or two logos. And then we did this exercise with, where they created, I don't know, like 100 logos each. Mm -hmm. And now the, the experience is different. The results are completely different. And so that's what I'm talking about. Exercising the muscle, finding the momentum within products and services is something that, that can be paramount to your success. And adding value to what we do and how we work is also kind of like the key, right? Yeah, totally. <laughs> Incorporating new technologies and strategies into the industry is vital to make a difference and increase sales. Both service and business culture are consolidated with years, experience and constant evolution. Every day, we focus on growing and optimizing our services, getting to know our customers better and improving user experience. Thank you, Antonio, for this uh, nice podcast about sales, user experience. It was awesome sharing with Thank you. you. Thank you for listening to the Pixel 506 podcast. We hope to see you again. Please subscribe.